Hello, everyone, and welcome to Artifacts. I'm your host, Marissa Dickens, and I'm super excited to introduce today's guest. He is a professional dancer and has performed in Europe and the U.S. He was a company artist with the Joffrey Ballet in Chicago for 10 years and is currently the principal teacher at the Joffrey Academy. And he's a dance instructor at Loyola University Chicago, which is where I had him as a teacher. So please, wherever you're listening, help me welcome Raul Casasola. Yes. Hello, Marisa. <laughs> and hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here with you after a few years that uh, I didn't see you. <laughs> I know. We were just talking before this and how the last time I saw you was in 2020 at the height of the pandemic. Your class was my last in-person college class. And it was like bittersweet. It was a crazy yes. day. <laughs> exactly. That was my first class. So I was like, wow. <laughs> my first I'm year like, at Loyola, we never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but thank you so much for having me here. Yes, I'm, I'm so yeah, glad we're really, able really to really reconnect. Happy. Yes. Yes. And I, I wanted to so have nice. you on to, to like share your journey through dance and ballet, especially teaching, because now I've known you as a teacher and just like your role through that whole process. And I really just want to say your ballet class is great. And you always were encouraging and you were like, just have fun. So I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Marisa, the, yeah, the most important is that part because when we start dancing, it's because we love to move, we find joy. So we always need to remember that. Why we start dancing, why we start taking on those classes because we love dance. So sometimes I know we have the technique and all those aspects, but sometimes we forget because we are sometimes really hard on ourselves. So like, oh, yes, we need to point, we need to do this. And you know, so many things in ballet, especially to think about it. So sometimes, yeah, that covers a little bit our first feeling about dance. So that is why I really like keep reminding everyone in class that we also need to find joy. Well, let's dive in. I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready, Marisa. So where are you from? So I'm from Madrid, Spain. What age did you start dancing? So I just start, I was six. What kind of dance was it? No, it was actually just ballet. I start with my sister. She was four years old, so she's two years younger than me. And my mom wanted to take me to other classes. I think it was more like uh, karate or like other things. And she, she wanted to take my sisters to ballet, but it was a little bit complicated. So because she didn't want to drive around. I grew up outside Madrid in a kind of like a little town. But she didn't want to like keep driving us everywhere. So she decided to take both of us to dance, to ballet. <laughs> so we went there. And at first, I really, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I would be crying uh, every time I go back home. And, oh, I don't like it. But suddenly, I think like a few weeks after, I started like, oh, mom, look, I learned the positions. And I would do the first, second, third. And I like it. I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep going. So yeah, but at first, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> But, so growing up in Spain, you said there's no competition studios. Like, what was the the art and dance scene like compared to, I guess, the U.S.? Yeah, it's like I would say quite similar, except that exception that we don't have those big competitions here. Of course, we have like few competitions that I think right now we have a little bit more. Yeah, I grew up in this little town, and my teachers, uh, Maria Jose Benitez and Santiago de la Quintana, they were from the National Ballet of Spain. And they decided to open this studio in this uh, Colmenar Viejo is the name of this little town outside Madrid. But otherwise, like you can find like a lot of 
different dance schools. And of course, we always have the flamenco dance and, uh, you know, uh, Spanish dance. I got a scholarship with uh, Victoria at the school. So that's why I went to this. When I was 14 years old, I moved to this uh, other school. But we have also the Conservatory of Madrid, which is the public uh, uh, ballet school, or let's say uh, dance school, because they offer yeah, the Spanish dance and the ballet also. The training is really good here. Uh, no, because I'm from here. <laughs> <laughs> but the bad side is that then we don't have companies where you can dance professionally. So that is the problem. There is a big gap between schools or ballet schools and companies. So a lot of dancers, they need to like leave Spain. Yeah, there is no like really, we have the national company, which is, is a really nice company. And, but we only have that. And people, they want always to start a project or a little company, but they don't have the support of, you know, the government or other institutions. So it's very, very difficult to like, yeah, expand. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Chicago itself has a really good, um, like people can start projects there and they have a lot of support. I think that city itself, yes. for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's so great. And Chicago, I was always so many, in different styles, you have, yeah, all the companies, you know, I mean, of course, because I was with Jeffrey, but we have Jeffrey Valley, Hubbard Street, Giordano, um, so oh. many, you know, like uh, Ensemble Espanol. In all the styles, you have a, in a high standards. Like, I was very surprised how Chicago it has so much to offer in that. Uh-huh. So what kept you going with ballet? Was there ever a point where you were like, I want to stop, <laughs> especially <laughs> at like 14? Did you ever think I'm not going to do this anymore? Yes, I never think I will stop. I think also I don't stop because I feel like in my case, when I start something, I wanted to finish something. <laughs> so <laughs> I was thinking, okay, I start this. I need to be a professional. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, I am passionate about dance, but I know, I know I have other friends that would be like really, really passionate. They know everything about ballet. It was not my case. They would talk to me about this dancer and this ballet. I would be like, okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like crazy, crazy about uh-huh. ballet. But I think it's because always when I start something, I wanted to finish. And my God, okay, I start this. I want to, I got this scholarship with this school. Uh, I saw it was a good school in terms that the company of Victor Uyate, you have a good example because you can see them in the rehearsals, in the class. So it was an example that I was right there in the same building. So uh, I wanted just to be a professional when I see. So that was my my goal. And of course, I like it. Otherwise, I think I will <laughs> stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was funny that, I mean, my sister, she stopped when she was 13. My cousins also, they dance with us and they also stopped. So I was the only one like, keep going a little bit more. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but I think, yeah, I was very determined to like finish something I started, but. So after that company, where did you go next then? So after uh, I was in Madrid, uh, so I was in the school of Victoria. I was for a year an, an apprentice with a company and I auditioned for the national company of Spain, the junior company, which we call the two, company two. So I auditioned, the director at that time was Nacho Duato. And so I got an offer. It was a very difficult moment for me <laughs> because I wanted to stay with Victor Ullate, where I was as an apprentice. I had a fantastic time there. And they offered me everything and more uh, in my training. So I'm very thankful for, for them. And now even more when I teach, because everything I learned was from that school. But then 
when I was in that school, the focus was in ballet. So moving to the company, uh, the second company with uh, Natsu Duarte was more focused in contemporary. So it was a big step, a big difference. So I, I didn't know at that point if I wanted to join that company or I wanted to stay. And I, a person that sometimes I, it's hard to decide what, like, what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> so I take almost, I think, a month to decide. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I think I need to tell them already if I need to, if I want to go yeah. there. Yeah, at the end, I decided to go there with uh, Natsulato because I thought it would be good for me to experience a new style. Mm-hmm. And and it was a really productive year, but a very difficult year for me because yeah, talk all about the- that because you're learning like a whole <laughs> new style. Did your ballet help with that, or did it hinder? You think? I think it helps because I mean I think Natsulato his language is it has a lot of ballet in his language, so it re- it really helps for sure. But it was difficult for me because I never trained in more like contemporary style. So my friends, they were from, the majority of them uh, were from Conservatory of Madrid where they have a little more training in that style. And they also like did pieces by Natsudato before. So they were more comfortable to like, you know, uh, pick up the steps and have the right movement. And yeah, for me, it was not that easy. <laughs> it was, yeah, when I think about it, well, I was like, oh, wow, I stayed the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned a lot. And I think it gave me like a new perspective. I really, really enjoy it. Like it was hard, yes, but at the end it gave me so much and it prepared me for the next step in my uh, career when I moved to another company. You just keep moving in the different companies. You're getting more experiences in your back pocket. Then how did you end up in Chicago with the Joffrey? What was that? I know you were in Boston before too, but like right. you. So from, yeah, from France, I was there for four years and I wanted to try um, somewhere else. I just wanted to, yeah. And so I did different auditions and I remember one of my best friends there, Thibaut, he told me, oh, you know, they have an audition in Paris for Boston Ballet. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't know if I, <laughs> I want to. He was you should do it. And he, like, I don't know how many times he told me that. <laughs> like, you should do it. It's a, it's a good fit for you. I was like, all right. He convinced me at the end. So I remember we were in a very small studio it was so many people. I was like, wow, this. <laughs> uh, so first what did I you have to do for auditions? Was it a ballet bar or was it? Like it, was, a- uh, it was a ballet class, actually. It was a uh, yeah, very simple, uh, normal. Sometimes they like made you do some repertory from the company. But this one, I guess, because it was so many people, it was, it, it was just like a ballet class. And that's it. And at the end, we talked a little bit to the director. And I got very excited because he gave to like five or six people like a folder with information with, you know, Boston Valley. I mean, I, I was like, wow, Boston Valley sounds like amazing to me. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, let's see. I, I never thought they would offer me a contract. Like, okay, that's nice. I did audition. <laughs> I don't think this will happen, but I still happy. I was like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> and one day we also were on tour like a month and a half later. And I remember before I didn't have, you know, the phone where you can take your email or anything, or I have a computer. So they have in the hotel lobby, those computers, everyone can use it. And yeah, and I was there like, oh, let me, let me take my email. And I just opened my email. So, oh, like I email from Boston. I was like, oh, is it? Okay, let's see. And my English was even worse at that time than now. 
so, so yeah, I, I opened and I called my friend Laura. She's also from Spain. She was in the company with me. And I was, Laura, can you please translate this for me? Is they are saying yes? I have a contract. I said, they are saying yes. For real? Is it like? So I got so excited. And so that's how I found I got the contract with, um, yeah, with Boston Ballet. Um, sorry, Marisa, I take you forever to answer your question. No, it's okay. It's the journey. It's the journey. <laughs> so then I was there um, for two years at Boston. And again, I wanted to like audition. I love it in Boston. I, of course, it was very different for me to be in Europe. I was going to say, that was your first time in the U.S. It was my first time. I never, I never traveled before, like not even to visit as a tourist. It was my first time. So for me, everything was like, wow, I ne- I'm in a movie now. <laughs> that was my first. First, like a little of- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, someone told me about Geoffrey Ballet, one of the dancers at Boston. He's like, oh, yeah, they have an audition. Uh, it's a great company. And I didn't know that much about Geoffrey. Again, I'm not like the person that knows everything about ballet. So, <laughs> so okay, let me see. <laughs> and I went to Chicago. And at that time, they have the new director, Ashley Witter. He was already working with the company for a few months, but it was the first time that he would audition as director, artistic director of the company. So I did audition and it went well. Yeah, he talked to me for a little bit after the audition. And I think after a few or three, two or three weeks, he called me like, oh, I want to offer you a contract. So yeah, I was very happy and I felt great. The vibe with uh, with Ashley Witter too. He He's a really great director. Of course, he's still a director, but he's not the person. It's very different from other places where, you know, you feel a little bit afraid for the director or the tension, you know. He's able to create a nice atmosphere and... Uh, you need to talk to him. You can talk to him. And I felt that from the first moment. And it had been like this way for this, well, 10 years as a dancer and now working as a teacher at Joffrey. So, yeah, I accepted. And that's why I moved to Chicago. And- Here you are. <laughs> yes. Can you describe like a typical day at Joffrey, like as a company member? Like what would you do? How long would you rehearse for? And then would you take class? Like how long would that be? Yeah, so normally... I think we started an, an class, ballet class at 9.45 to 11.15. Uh, yeah, one hour and a, half, and a half. And then you have 15 minutes break. Then we have the houses 11.30 to 2.30. And then an hour break uh, for lunch. And then 3.30 to 6.30 of rehearsals again. So that is the normal day. Of course, sometimes... I mean, it depends if we are close to the shows and it's a big production, you will rehearse all, the, all those hours. Sometimes maybe you have a little break because you are not called to one rehearsal. It depends also in which pieces you are cast. But normally that is the day. And then, of course, for the shows, it changes a little bit because you will be working during the weekends and you have the normally Monday off. So it changes a little bit the, the hours. But yeah, that's normally the ballet class and then the rest... <laughs> yeah rehearsals. I think people don't realize how much effort and time that takes to be like a, a dance yeah. member especially in such a, a cool prominent institution like the Joffrey like it's it's like your whole day yeah it's a whole day yeah <laughs> a whole day in the office but much better than the office <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
So throughout your 10 years at Joffrey, what has been your favorite works to perform or favorite choreographers to work with? Let me see. I love to work with Anabel Lopez Ochoa. We did this piece called Mamatus. It was very intense because she wanted to like get the best of you. And she would be saying one more time, one more time, forever. <laughs> it was a really, really good experience. And it was in a very special moment or, you know, during my year, the previous program, I think I was not dancing that much. So it came in a, the perfect moment to be casting that piece. So I was very grateful for, yeah, uh, be part of this project. And then we toured with this piece a lot. So perfect <laughs> uh, because I love it. Where else? I really enjoyed to work with Alexander Ekman. Yeah, we did enjoy first. Um, I like because he had this theatrical size of the dance, which is, you know, more acting. And I love that part. Really? (laughs) Yeah, you know, to like, yeah, to be a little bit more like an actor. I Yeah, and he's so great. The way he explained everything, little details, and that makes a lot of sense. And... Then we did um, Joy, we did uh, Midsummer Night Dream, mm. and we also did episode thir- episode 31. But yeah, Midsummer Night Dream, it was the full length, and it was so much uh, fun. It was <laughs> the, yeah, it was like a lot of acting and how everything became together. Also, what I like about it is that the full company were on a stage. That, I think that's one of my favorite parts in dance is when everyone is on a stage, everyone is part of a project of, or a ballet, everyone get the opportunity to dance and we are all dancing together as a group. I think that was one of the, yeah, the best part of, yeah, of dancing. <laughs> so yeah, I think Marisa, uh, there's like a lot, of course, so many. <laughs> but, I know there's so many, but. So many, you just to mention. <laughs> yeah. You've had to work with so many choreographers and rehearsal directors and just dancers and everything. And now you're like on the other end. Now you're like the teacher. No longer. (laughs) I mean, like you're in the front of the room now. Right. What to you, what is the role of a teacher, a dance teacher or just a teacher? The teacher. Well, first, let me tell you, I really changed to be on the other side. Now I need to talk a lot. Yeah. So like, what like, did that, that decision, did you, how did you come to that decision first, I guess, of like wanting to teach and like did teaching come naturally to you when you did start? Uh, not really. <laughs> Marisa, I'm very honest, right? With you, I tell you. <laughs> it was, you know, if I'm, yeah, again, if I'm honest, it was not something I have in my idea. Like, oh, I wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I never teach before I started teaching in Chicago. No one single class. Wow. <laughs> so, so, you wouldn't okay. know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> I, my idea was when I stopped dancing and I stopped, I was getting my degree in journalism and communication. Mm-hmm. And I did that. My first year I did when I was in Spain, I was an apprentice with Victor Villates a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I was going to the university in person, but then I stopped because I moved to France. But again, I, I started that I wanted to finish at some point. So after years, when I was in Chicago, I saw this new university they have online. I can do, finish online. I was like, okay, this is the time. So my idea after when I will finish my degrees, it was to do something more related to that, probably in the dance field, on the arts field. But I mean, it's not that easy to make that transition. So while I was thinking, okay, while like I'm like, finding something oriented to that 
uh, maybe I can teach or, you know, do like uh, something that I still, you know. And yeah, one of the um, rehearsal director, Jeffrey, I remember she asked me, Susan Lopez, uh, she asked me, oh, you would like to teach at the academy, at Jeffrey Academy? I was like, okay, why not? <laughs> I said that too fast. I, like, oh, I already say yes. <laughs> and I didn't even teach before. And, and so like a few weeks later, like that um, director of the academy, uh, Karin Provost, she contacted me. Oh, uh, Susan told me that uh, you would like to teach so we can do a trial class. <laughs> and I say yes. You know, like, my I've mom- never done this before. <laughs> Yeah, my mom would say, like, you, you need to say yes to everything, and then you can see. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, I, so I said, I said yes. <laughs> and there, Marisa, I was teaching a class <laughs> in, I mean, with pianists and everything. I, wow, this is like, I, I thought, like, okay, I'm, I just need to, like, act that I have been teaching all my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it was so much fun. And... I was a little bit nervous, I think, for two combinations. But then I was like, mm, you know, like quite relaxed. And I, I talked to my friends, one of my friends actually lives in Switzerland, and she's a teacher now. And I said, like, what I what I need to do? Is like, you, and she told me, you need to be yourself. You have been like a ballet dancer for like so many years. You know what you need to do. You know what you want to offer in your class. It, everything is there, you know. So you just need to put together, you know, your class and all that. I started teaching a little bit more and then I was part-time with Geoffrey and then full-time. So, <laughs> but you know, it was not something I have in my mind. I need to be a ballet teacher. <laughs> no, it just kind of was like fell, fell into place. Yeah, it's kind of like surprised. <laughs> You're like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, and it, yeah, I was really, really surprised that, not really, really surprised, but I really enjoy it. Like, yeah, to help the students and, uh, you know, to if I can, in a way to, you know, guide them a little bit or, mm-hmm. or to what I was saying at first, like, so they can find also joy in dance. And what, in dance. so going back to that first question, what do you think the role of a teacher should be? Well, I think is this to give the tools to the students. So they're able to find their own path, you know, in dance and doesn't matter if it's, they will not follow that path in dance as professionals, you know, there is so many tools in dance that can help them in general for life. And of course, you know, uh, it's impossible. I'm sure I'm missing some tools and all the teachers have all the tools. Yeah, tools that also they can use uh, like discipline, but discipline in a good way, you not know, like, oh, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, discipline when you work for anything in life, you know, like, I really think that that really helped me yeah, doing this job or different projects I have in life. You are there for them. That's what I like to, and, you know, also more in the difficult moments too. So they they keep that motivation. And even if there's a moment that happens to everyone that they are, they have doubts just to like, you know, talk to them and, you know, guide them. Uh, and tell them what is next or where this where this can take them, you know, if they choose this or they choose uh, a different path. So I don't know, I think the teacher is to, yeah, like a, a tourist guide. Tourist <laughs> guide, can... <laughs> given all the options and the tools, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, someone, you know, they can, yeah help them and yeah of course we don't have all the answers <laughs> sometimes we are more successful than other times but 
you know. <laughs> of course, the technique, because, you know, otherwise we'll not be doing ballet. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, always that combination, right? With, again, feel good about, about dance, you know, and we can combine those two aspects for sure. You see that you can do more than what you think. Sometimes it's like, oh, no, 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 I can't do that. Yes, you can. Everyone can. Yes, Everyone you always body. say that. You always say like, yes, you can do it. It's like it's a mental block. No, we are all like the same, right? We are humans. We have, you know, our body. We have different bodies, which is really nice. It's perfect. Otherwise, it would be so boring if we are all the same. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would, that I want to say that everyone can do it. It's a matter of practice also. And just like, don't think about it. Let's, you know, let's approach in a different way. We take the time to do this. Sometimes like, no, you know, and it's fine. We can take, we can take our time. So, yeah. Because <laughs> you're doing like the same thing all the time, like in, in a ballet class I and mean, you change things up yes. with the same structure. So it's like how to find the new. Yeah, that is, it's very hard to like, yeah, when you think, oh my God, here. And I know it's hard, you know, um, but I like to say, and I think I said this recently for <laughs> a Loyola one class, like you need to find your feelings in the plies because we do plies every day, you know? So at some point, you're like, okay, plie and then me plie. Oh, one more time. Here we go. Tandios and the galles, and you know, it's the same. And you can change a little bit, but you will not be doing a tour and learn during the, the galles at bar. So, you know, it's you can change this a little bit, but not that much. So it's nice. I try to remember remind them that you know you need to like find your feelings think today for example how is the placement of your, your shoulders how you are taking the space around you or how are you the position of your hands think about something else so that's became like a routine a boring routine you know with ballet also we always had oh ballet is so square and this is this and that's it it's so much a space for like you know, and that's that's actually one of my goals. You were thinking, asking me about the goals. I mean, if I talk more specifically about ballet, is that people don't think that ballet is boring and it's just like a ah, little bore here, and you know, and we do this very. <laughs> I I know it's, it's a space for so much for half the. You can move. You can feel. You know your, yeah, your upper body. For example, is yeah. So that is actually one of my goals to in general with ballet. That you know, for especially for those that are a little bit more not very convinced about ballet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. From all your experiences with teaching and performing, what makes a good dancer? Is it technique? Is it their personal style? Is it their passion? Is it all of them? What do you think? <laughs> Take all of that. All, yeah. <laughs> I love that. All the above. All the above. <laughs> All more. Um, yes, technique for sure. I mean, you know, th- we work on that, you know, and when we say it's important, the lines, you know, talking now as a professional, mm-hmm. it is important, right? Why we always want to point more. Otherwise, we will not like insist in like, you know, we need to point and find the turnout and, you know, all that. So it's important, of course. And, but it needs to be also a combination. Of course, it needs to be someone that shows it's an art. So of course the technique is there, but someone that is able to communicate something, uh, I don't know, with your soul. Uh, yeah, otherwise it can be yeah really boring, right? And people, when they go watch a show, they maybe they don't know if like, oh, wow, they did four periods. Maybe they can see, they can count or, or they, oh, the knee was not straight. But in general, they will not know all those things. It's, what they feel as an audience member 
right? They leave the fear like, wow, that like really touched me. So that's really, really important. But then we need to add also the something very important. And now that working with the students, something I really like to talk about it is your attitude as a person. And I always say your consistency. If you want to be professional, you need to be so consistent as a director. Uh, I think the directors, they don't look for someone that you, you can count on. Then you need to, you want to have someone that is very consistent in their work. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you, like, sometimes they prefer someone they have less technique, but they are that someone that can be amazing. And then, you know, you can count on them. They're not that consistent. So I think, yeah, I need to be that, yeah, that combination of all those factors. I wanted to ask, as far as like ballet, throughout your years, has ballet become more inclusive? If so, how? Do you think it has like either in the classrooms or who's coming to see ballets now? I think maybe in this past years a little bit more, but there is a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dance or ballet. I mean, I like to say dance is, it should be for everyone. If not, it's not dance, you know, dance needs to be for everyone. So I think there is a lot to do in that, uh, in that way. It's important to give opportunities. Of course, we want the representation. And now talking about uh, people of color or, you know, in the arts field, and now talking about ballet. But the most important for me is they get opportunities when they are young. Those people, they need to have the same opportunities to go to a ballet school, right? So when they get an opportunity, we can get more people to get at that level and they can hire them for the companies. But I think they need to start sooner, right? And not like in the last step because what is dangerous, like, and I mean, this is my opinion, but um, that sometimes because you are looking for that representation, but Sometimes maybe you're hiring someone, you don't think they're at a level, but because the representation, and I don't think that is fair for those people. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, of course it's important. It's, you know, it's hard to find a balance, but I think the most, again, in my opinion, the most important is that to bring, to give the opportunities to them from the beginning, when, you know, when they wanted to start study ballet and dance, they should have the, the same opportunities as everyone else. So, I hope or <laughs> that, you know, that is something that I can see a little bit of change. So hopefully, you know, they, this change for real. <laughs> so everyone have access to ballet and access to dance. It, with that, it can only get better, this field. Do you think audiences have changed and become more diverse? Maybe a little bit, not that much. Mm-hmm. You know, you go maybe to those big venues. Mm-hmm. you I don't think you see that much diversity mm-hmm. so that should be like you know those institutions too to um ballet should not be that expensive <laughs> also I mean that's one of the points but you know mm-hmm. I'm sure it's all the things but I think a little bit more diverse now but yeah you don't see it need to be more uh much more I guess, like, why do you think ballet is such viewed in such like a high pedestal often? Why do you think? Yeah, that's I why don't know because ballet like that is like uh, like opera, right? Oh, yeah, this is oh, just, yeah. you know, like just for people with money and you know 
elite. How do you say elite? Elitist? Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. Oh, I found the word, Marisa. Yes, you got it. <laughs> My English is getting better. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I surprised myself with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but ballet is a little bit, you know, there's so like, oh yeah, ballet is not for us. There is also that perception. And I would say, yeah, we need to find a way to present ballet more often or in a different way. People need to be exposed because I'm telling you, like a lot of people, for example, in my years with the Joffrey, friends that I ne they never saw like a ballet a show. And they were like, oh, well, let's see what is ballet about it. Not talking in general, but uh, they, after that show, they became regulars to like ballet. They didn't expect that would be that or that uh, fun. Um, of course, we have the idea of ballet, all right, the tutu, swan lake. And we have Giselle and all those romantic ballet. And it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And like talking big programs, you know, we talk about, you know, Wayne McGregor, for example, and it's so much more. Yes, I mentioned those two, but so people don't expect, do you have that, that word? Maybe we should change Marisa, the word of ballet. Like the, we should find a different word to the, <laughs> to the, <laughs> to Every call ballet. Because ballet. ballet had that connotation, which is like, yeah, it ballet does. is like, okay, girl, you know, lady on point and those two tours. And it changed so much. Of course, it's still that, but it's great that it's still that too, because it's like a museum, right? You don't want to like, uh, How you know. do you preserve the classical ballet and that the pretty image, I guess, of tutus and point yeah. shoes, but then like, there's so much more to it. It's like, how do you merge them to make right. it? that everyone can enjoy. Yes, exactly. And I think that is what is interesting that everything, you know, evolves. So, you know, and I think a lot of choreographers are still using those elements, like, you know, the tutu and that in a more like modern way. Mm -hmm. So um, that is what it makes more interesting for more people. Yeah, I think ballet was a little presented in a different way or uh, more people had the opportunity to like, you know, get exposed to ballet. And yeah, no, sometimes at Geoffrey, what is nice that um, the, we make people part of the process of the rehearsals so that they can find elements that they get attached to. For example, they see the dancers on the rehearsal and then they want to see how it changed when they transfer to the stage. So, I mean, this is like an idea, but, um, and again, when I say like ballet is still dance, it should be, you know, uh, it's just moving everything. your body in space. It's moving exactly. Your body space. Exactly. It's another yeah, it's another technique. Exactly. You can find, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you describe Marisa. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm ready for rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Okay. What is, let me see, Marisa. What is this? <laughs> okay, they're really quick. There's a couple questions I ask you, and I want your first instinctual answer. No pressure or anything. <laughs> okay, all right. Let me see. <laughs> okay, number one, favorite ballet. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> okay, favorite ballet. Let me say donkey shot. Okay. Number two, favorite ballet step. <gasps> oh, Padisha. Really? I, I was going to say that you're going to say Padisha for some reason. No Padisha. Padisha. <laughs> okay, favorite place to eat in Chicago. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, let me see mm, you know it's not like uh one of the best but i always go there quartinos quartinos okay. is in downtown it's an italian place which is like very it's not like you know nothing amazing but i don't know i think it's very convenient so yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind okay. <laughs> I don't know why. 
<laughs> okay. Um, who or what inspires you? Who? I think people around me. Like, you know, right now the students, they inspire me, my fellow teachers, and, you know, my family, my friends, I always find, uh-huh. I don't know, whatever I see in life in general, yeah. I always get like this, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you're not busy with dance and teaching, what do you like to do for yourself? Um, let me see, <laughs> sleep? No. <laughs> Taking sleep? a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, well, now I, well, when it's, we have a good weather, I really like to bike. Okay. And that's something that I'm doing recently. So, yeah, of course, in Chicago, it's hard, like almost uh, more than half of the year because the weather is, is you know, that great <laughs> with uh-huh. the snow. But, uh, yeah, that's something that I really enjoy. Um, okay, okay. And the last question, what is your best advice for dancers? Oh. <laughs> Take your time with this one. This one's this all one, okay. learned. I have more. <laughs> the best advice to don't think too much <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah or oh, sometimes we think and think just let it go just be in the class forget about anything be present in the class and yeah really enjoy I mean I say that for me dance was something that if I have a little problem or something it will always help me so much because it made me think about everything else when I would be in class for some reason and it's not that you will do something in purpose to forget is that the movement or the music or the combination of everything will make me forget about you know something that you are worried about it but yeah i always say that like don't think too much just like try to find those good feelings when you move and doesn't matter wherever dance will take you it will take you to the right path mm-hmm. in life I don't know. that's a nice what you think, that's good that's good <laughs> That was a perfect way to end because that would just that oh. yeah yeah okay well, <laughs> well if you are happy Marisa with that end that... <laughs> yeah. well thank you so much for coming on I learned a lot and I'm just really glad that we were able to reconnect to the podcast and just talk about your journey so, oh Marisa that was so great to talk to you yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that we reconnect again and again you need to like come back and take a class you know you can do let me tell you, you can do whatever you want, right? Because you are, you know, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone who's been listening in and stay tuned for another episode next month. Yay. Bye bye.